dreams. What is going on? This is Jay Ellis from Nick of Time Show. Here to give you that Nick's talk just in the Nick of Time. And man, I hate when we do an episode and the very next day all the important news just comes spewing out. It's just <laughs> like, oh man, oh man. We, we missed a lot. We missed D-Lo trade rumors, mm -hmm. Kuz trade rumors, Steve Mills fired. All that happened within like a day of us recording. But it's fine. We're back. We're back to talk Nick's. And the crew is back too, and my girl, hey, Miss Black Girl Magic herself, okay, still, ooh, ooh, is here to join us today. Well, back. Welcome back. After the dust has settled. Yeah, after the yeah. dust has <laughs> settled. Lord, there's a lot of dust today, man. <laughs> can't, can't, can't wait to get into it. <laughs> and to my left is the man, the myth, the legend, the guy with the stats and the facts. Ryan G in the building. Yeah, man. Oh, and I, I, I have a surprise for y'all guys today. Y'all thought it was a regular KOT show day, but no, it's not. It's not regular at all. Today, we have a special guest. Uh, he, he joined me and CP, actually, on um, the old Post Game Live show, who's a really, really good guest, really informative, uh, NBC analyst, Forbes writer, and also I jack a lot of his stats for our episodes. <laughs> if you know him as a stat man, if you follow him on Twitter, you know he's a stat man. Our guy Tommy Beer is here to join us today. What's going on, Tommy? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. Man, it's so I'm so glad you're here today to, to bring shed some light into all the Knicks <laughs> chaos that's been happening, man. It's just like, oh, I need I need the analyst mind. I need, I need experts. I know I know Ryan is an expert, but I need you. <laughs> <laughs> I need you today. I wish I was an expert. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's just get back right into it. So, <clears throat> so most people know like the Knicks. The Knicks' problems are largely because, you know, we don't have a shooting point guard. And there was rumors going around that the Knicks had a deal in place for D'Angelo Russell. And it included, you know, Frank Nilekina and Bobby Portis. Um, we all know that the Knicks didn't really land that deal. So I just want to get your thoughts on how do you feel? Like, how do you feel about the Knicks missing out on D'Angelo Russell? Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I'm not overly concerned about it. I think there were certainly some some pros to the D'Angelo Russell. You can make a case that adding him would would certainly make sense, Absolutely. considering the fact that you know that point guard has been a position of need in New York for you know decades now. Um, but you know, and, and he was certainly a talented offensive player. Um, but when you consider you know both ends of the ball, he's a, you know he's a, he's a, he's a, a negative defender, um, yes. you know subpar defender. So, yes. Um, you know when you when you're trading for a player and that that's owed ninety million dollars over the next three seasons, that's uh, you have to make a commitment. If he really moves the needle, if he's a superstar player, then I think it makes sense. If not, um, you know the Knicks would have pro likely would have had to given up um, you know first round draft picks, et cetera, in addition to the deal. So I think uh, steering clear of D'Angelo Russell made sense in the long run. Yeah, I I agree with you. I feel like ninety million is a little bit too much. I actually was on the fence on about it for a while, but then I kind of mm -hmm. thought about the structure of the team. Yeah, and it's just like it just seems like a move like that is is too early to make a move like that, and especially for a guy who still has a lot to prove. You know, like like you said, he's a negative defender. He doesn't really uh, can't really finish well. Only shoots forty three percent from the field. Mm -hmm. uh, he's not like a he's not like a, a world beater really. He's he's more talented than any guard we have right now. 
but there's still holes. Go ahead. Yeah, no question. And the other thing is the fact that the Knicks obviously, and you know, we'll discuss about the, uh, the the Leon Rose situation. The Knicks are kind of, you know, don't have certainty at their, you know, front office positions, president of basketball operations, et cetera. So ideally, you want somebody coming in. Um, you know, they may have thought D'Angelo Russell had ninety million dollars as a steal, and they would have been all for it. But there could have been other, you know, whatever GM they hire, you know, thought that was a terrible waste of money and and didn't want it. So you, the best case scenario is, I think, doing what they did trading uh, a veteran and Marcus Morris for a, um, a future first-round pick. This way, you, you know, it's kind of a blank canvas. Let that right. new GM, mm-hmm. let that new president come in and kind of do what they want to do. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You want to add something to that, Ryan? You sound like you want to jump in. No, the only question um, I would have is related to the Marcus Morris trade. Um, do you think the Knicks could have got a bit more from, from Marcus Morris from the Clippers, or you think that was just a pretty good trade in general? Yeah, I think they maxed out what they could have gotten. Um, you know, obviously they wanted to kind of pit the Lakers against the Celtics, and you know there was a, a quote-unquote arms race going on. Um, but I, I think to, um, to to Scott Perry's credit, you know, getting a first-round pick, and also let's not de- devalue the second-round pick. It's a, a yeah. 2021 second rounder that mm-hmm. that belongs to. It's going to be through Detroit, and the Pistons, obviously, as we know, traded Andre Drummond, mm-hmm. will likely be in a rebuild next season. That could be a, a pick in the early 30s. Um, as we know, you know, Mitch Robinson was 36 overall. There's right. plenty of talented players you can get in that, that early 30s. So, um, you know, I, I think it made a lot of sense. Um, you know, Marcus Morris obviously was playing well for New York, but, um, you know, his, his, the, the ability for him to, you know, maybe win a couple more games the rest of the season. Didn't matter. Um, yeah. I, I think, that, yeah, yeah. In the, in the grand scheme of things, the, the first round pick is more valuable. So I like that trade from the Knicks' perspective. Okay. I, I, see, see, see. I calm down. Y'all, y'all was all mad. I feel like Knicks fans like, we should have got more. We should have got more. I feel like we did okay, man. Like that. Like we got. Listen, if you would have told me, I know Kathy. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you a disclaimer because you, you're not here, Tommy. You're not here. Kathy is fuming right now that Marcus Morris is gone and she's biting her tongue with all of her might. <laughs> all right. So I'm sorry, Kathy. Mark, he's gone. I'm sorry. He's got to get over it. I'm sorry. You, you know, we prepared for this. The the Marcus Morris uh, bandwagon, we prepared ourselves to see him go. So yeah, we're, we're okay. We're managing. He's gonna win with the Clippers. We're excited for him, and you know, yeah, I wish exactly. him the best. Once you know, a Nick, always a Nick. Yeah, so. once a Nick. Yeah. You know, goodbye, you know? Marcus Morris. Yo, you, you done well for us. I love what yeah, you did man. for the Knicks. You probably my favorite signing so far. Yeah. If there's a but after this, then you can just stop. No, there's no but. <laughs> okay. I mean, he didn't fit in the grand scheme of things. Then that's your butt. You can stop. That man about be my butt. Whatever. Continue. Continue. The other thing to remember, though, is that he's going to be a free agent this summer, so I wouldn't be shocked if he re-ups with New York again. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent, so there's a a possibility that he comes back to the city that uh, hasn't break. Boom! But is it a possibility? Is it a strong possibility? Yes. Uh, yeah. I'd say uh, yeah. strong might be a little, might be yep. a little much. Yep. I, it's all going to depend on <laughs> how much you. the Knicks want to pay him. That's you know, true. That, that, that's the situation because uh, if the Knicks are willing to give him a multi-year deal, that's kind of, you know, because all teams in the NBA want to kind of keep their cap space clean mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. summer 2021. That's mm-hmm. when Giannis right. and, and mm-hmm. Kawhi and Paul George and, and everybody, you know, a ton of superstars. Uh, hit the free agent market. A lot of teams want to keep as much cap space off the books as possible. So it'll be interesting. I, I'll, I'll be fascinated to see what um, you know. The Knicks would certainly. I'm. I'm, I'm sure they, they they pay him twenty million dollars for one year. Mm-hmm. Um, but but you know the question is, do you give him you know thirty over three years or something along those lines? That's where it'll be interesting. I give. I'll give him three years. Team option third year. I do that. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, the, the, the main the main issue that the Knicks will face was that will they will face is whether that caps whether they would want that you know let's say it's fifteen million dollars in cap space or twelve million dollars in cap space that they're going to pay him not next season but the season after they want that money on their books right for the that'll prevent 21. them from right exactly then they may be only to offer one max level free agent instead of two when mm-hmm. you want to have that two that two slots open um, even though it didn't work out last time as we know that's the reason mm-hmm. they traded Cordy Lee and Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, right, you're right. Zing, to keep. So we'll see, but it'll be interesting. That's a, I guess a topic for another time. Yeah, no, no, you're absolutely right. There, there is that big free agency class mm-hmm. that kind of everybody has to kind of plan for. So mm-hmm. I, you, I agree. So exactly. I, I forgot about. I definitely, I forgot about that. So yeah, a multi-year contract might not be in the works just because the way the Knicks are seem like they're big in game hunting right now. We'll give mm-hmm. it to Leon thing in a second. It seems like they're trying to set up for, for later. To, to attract that big exactly. free agent, yeah. maybe Marcus Morris mm-hmm. might not be the one they're mm-hmm. trying to go after. But yeah. um, I, I, you know what? I there's like an interesting, interesting wrinkle about that trade that I want to actually talk about, and it's the um, there was a proposed trade. Did you see this, Tommy? Where there were two young players that supposedly the Clippers actually um brought to the table. They said they wanted to trade. I don't want to mess this guy's names up. <laughs> Mufundo Kabingale. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, that, that's the, the that's the, the power forward center from Florida State that they drafted at the end of the first round. Right. Yeah. Yes, him. Yep. And, and Terrence Mann. And yep. I'm reading this. I'm and I'm I was very excited that the trade was about to go through. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is it. We get Marcus Morris. We get a first. We get these two prospects. And then it seems like the Knicks. To me, it, it read like the Knicks didn't want them but they wanted the picks and the and the stash player is that how you read it or is that just me yeah no no no. that was definitely out there i don't know if it's ever been verified or or confirmed i had always heard that it was just um the that that it was basically the marcus uh, maurice harkless aspiring contract and the first rounder that that, that that they were kind of putting on the table right um and then uh, cap cabin gelly um and, and man were the other two players that kind of Right before the deadline, there was a you know, rumor that those two guys were in the mix. Um, I probably would have preferred to get Cabin Gelly and Man, yeah. Um, yeah, as opposed to, to, to as opposed to the future first, um, just because there's a little more certainty. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, but at the same time, again, I, I think it's one of those things where um, you know having you know that 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 cap flexibility and also the you know if a, another you know superstar player kind of demanded a trade, having those future first round picks in your pocket right. can definitely be mm-hmm. beneficial you know yeah because you can package them for something else and yeah, yeah i can exactly. i can definitely see that yeah but i guess you know what it was too i had a theory and my theory was okay so we we know how steve mills was canned right steve mills was canned like two days before the trade deadline which is like so nick like right to, to, <laughs> <laughs> to do something so important when you have a deadline two days, like t- so, to me that's kind of like when you have a report due in two days mm-hmm. and you're just cramming. So in my <laughs> mind, I feel like the Knicks would have made that trade if they had all their ducks in a row and had, you know, deals in place for someone like DSJ to go for a pick or Portis for a pick, it's like to kind of clear that roster spot. I feel like we didn't have the roster. The roster spots to take on those two players, right? Yeah, I mean they could have bought out a guy like Wayne Ellington or you know something along those lines. But yeah, that's that, that's a valid point. 
um, it would have kind of put the, the roster in, or the roster in a little bit of flux. Um, you know, that, that's the other benefit of, of taking a future first round pick is you maintain roster, roster flexibility. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And then even them having the, the, the Yusef, and I'm saying his name right. You saying his name right? You, the Ukrainian point yeah, guard. And the, and the, Yes, the Ukrainian right, point right. guard. Yes, I'm saying yeah. the Ukrainian point guard. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why it's benefits to have him overseas. I, I would think. Exactly, stash those guys. And the other thing is that with the roster spots, they probably I'm sure they want to get a look at Kenny Wooten over the final couple of months mm, of the season. So this increases mm-hmm. the chances of that happening. <clears throat> that's true. That's true. Even though they didn't seem like they was too interested in bringing him up, according to Mike Miller, he he's kind of talking about not even you know bringing him up that that much, just kind of having him develop. <laughs> Yeah, I think that, you know, they're on a four-game winning streak. You know, people are kind of thinking, hey, can they make a run at the eighth seed? I think once, you know, the, the final month of the season, when, you know, when those dreams are kind of dashed, I think you'll see him play the kid. <laughs> <laughs> the optimistic, I yeah, see. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, Tommy, what you're saying is, Tommy, you do not believe in the four-game winning streak. It's going to be the turnaround for the season. Then we're going to make the playoffs and Mike Miller will be kept for next year. That's what you're telling me. <laughs> I, I would say it's, uh, it's kind of unlikely. Listen, I hope it does. Uh, it'd be great for business. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick fans certainly deserve some excitement. Yes, we do. Uh, but yes, I think it's it's certainly unlikely. But hey, listen, they, you know, riding a full game win streak, got a couple winnable games before the break, Atlanta mm-hmm. and Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they, they, they could definitely make it interesting if they enter the All-Star break on a six-game win streak. Um, you know, within maybe four, you know, four games, let's say of that of that eight seed, um, mm-hmm. it could be interesting, but certainly a long shot at this point. <laughs> All right, cool. All right, cool. Um, Tommy, I do have a question. This is kind of forecasting right now, but um, seeing how it seems like Leon Rose is going to become the president of basketball operations for the Knicks, do you see Steve Perry or Mike Miller possibly keeping their jobs? Uh, yeah, I think it's kind of difficult, obviously, to, to kind of project going forward because even if Leon Rose takes over, we don't know who he's going to hire um, as a GM. I think if Scott, if he does, you know, hold on to Scott Perry um, in that general manager role, which is probably a long shot, even though those two do have a relationship. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, usually a president of basketball operations wants to come in and, and kind of put his own stamp on things and get his own people in the mix. Um, so. My guess would be that it's probably unlikely that Perry is the general manager, but I could definitely see him being an—I uh, could see him being an assistant GM or head scout or you know within the franchise in some way, shape, or form. And um, I think Miller is going to have these next you know 40 games or so uh, to kind of prove himself. He's obviously done a, a, um, a solid job thus far. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, a, a new GM that if a new GM comes in, they're probably going to want their own head coach, et cetera. Um, so I'd say there's—it's unlikely that both guys are back, but I, I certainly wouldn't rule it out. All right. All right. So, so why do you feel like I, I know? The, I feel like I know the reason why. But why do you feel like Dolan went on and a kind of rushed this hiring so quickly, knowing that you know we have all till summer. Scott Perry can hold it down for at least now. And so, why did he rush it so quickly? And then b like why why is he not going after? I know Ujiri. Is a long shot, but why not Sam Presti, who who's, was rumored to be interested in Nick's job? Yeah, it's a good question. Um, my preference would have been to uh, really take your time and do exhaust all possibilities before giving up on on the chance of getting a guy like Ujiri, because um, I I think that really could have turned the franchise yeah, around if yeah. you have a really solid respectable decision maker um but again you know even though you know we're just hearing about leon rose this week it's safe to assume that that's something that has been in the works for a while um i think when steve stout came in 
Um, and he kind of started working with the Knicks last summer, uh, you know, at the end of last year, mm-hmm. and when they were, you know, when they lead up to making pitches, you no, know, the, hopefully they were gonna, <laughs> that they didn't make. Um, you know, the, the hope was that, um, but but I think Steve Stout has kind of got a foothold in the organization, um, and I certainly wouldn't be surprised if you know he had a, you know, he signed off on um, Leon Rose, and that was something they had been talking about for weeks, if not months. Um, you know, kind of this mm-hmm. candidate they had that. You know that player agent direction, and then if they went that direction, certainly makes sense that they went with a, a creative, uh, you know, CAA guy, um, just because of the relationship. You know, going back years and decades between the Knicks and CAA has been, um, you know, a close relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. didn't he bring on like Andre Bargnani and and yeah. like Eddie Curry and, yeah. <laughs> and a, a lot of people, uh, a lot Knicks of bums. <laughs> 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 Yeah, his first client was actually Jalen Brunson, the old Knicks point guard. Oh, yeah, Jalen Brunson, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Don't yep, say yep. word. Uh, Knicks legend, Jalen Brunson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, any chance that, um, well, I actually heard that he was a, an, and Leon was an agent of Frank Nilekina. Any chance that he's going to be petty and <laughs> trade Frank Nilekina because he left him for another agent? <laughs> no, no, I don't think I don't think that's a possibility. I think Frank's gonna stick around for at least one more year. <laughs> all right, all right. Serious, serious question now. Serious question now. Um, so obviously the Knicks are like big game hunting. So I guess they feel like signing a guy like Leon Rose and bringing on a guy like. Worldwide West. West, who has connections to everybody. No one really knows what Worldwide West does, by the way. <laughs> Not at all. He, he just Worldwide just knows make, everybody. Make, just be a boss, man. Make power moves. That's yeah. That's you know? Yeah. I, I feel like he might be a connector. You know what a connector is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's one of those guys. He's like, hey, I know him. He can help you. You yep. come here. And then people like no. you because you connect people to other people. Exactly. 100%. So do you, like... I know you prefer, you know, the Sam Presti like like we do, but I don't know. It seems like a lot of these NBA analysts on television, anyway, they they feel like the Knicks are moving in the right direction. One thing to keep in mind when you hear, and it's been interesting. I think it's been very interesting the coverage that Leon Rose that the that the Leon Rose signing or the addition to Leon Rose the franchise, because you got to remember a lot of the writers, a lot of the media personalities. Their lifeblood, in, in terms of breaking news and rumors, and, and is is getting information from agents. So they have to maintain positive relationships with agents. Mm-hmm. So if you notice, nobody's you know everything the Knicks do it tends to get bashed in the media then immediately. You know, yeah. LOL Knicks. These uh, can you believe the Knicks is stupid enough to try to hire an agent? Right. You know, mm-hmm. but, you, but if. But there's been really po- listen. I think it's a good move. Leon Rose is a great guy because remember, Leon Rose has obviously has good connections to yeah. CAA. Mm-hmm. A lot of the best players in the league are CAA mm-hmm. clients. So you don't want to rub those guys the wrong way. And trust me, these agents hear what writers and personalities and and, and guys are saying. So um, it didn't surprise me that when Leon Rose was named, you know, was 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 rumored or. It's still not official yet, but it's basically um, only a matter of time that mm-hmm. a lot of the, that that the, that the kind of you know I think a lot of Knicks fans were surprised yes, that they were yeah. ready to get upset, but then they saw like all these you know the the, the you know the, the main beat guys were like oh I think it's a good move and you know yeah. the national you know the national me. folks um, so so keep in mind that I think that 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 has a lot to do with it. 
Yeah. Oh, that makes a lot more sense now because I'm sitting here thinking yeah. Dolan is making the exact same mistake that he's made with Mills, that he's made with mm-hmm. Phil Jackson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's hiring somebody who doesn't have any prior experience, mm-hmm. but he has a big name. Mm-hmm. But and connections. It, yes, that, that, there's a lot of re- you know that's a major concern. Like Phil, Phil was hired because he was a respected name who had a lot of connections. David Fisdale mm-hmm. was hired as coach because he was friends with LeBron and D Wade, and he was going to bring all these guys in. And you know we, we've seen how that has turned out. So yes, mm-hmm. I, there's reason for skepticism because I think we all that many of the folks that are upset about the hire would have preferred somebody with a proven track record. But the the fact of the matter is there is a case to be made that there is a reason for optimism with Leon Rose. Again, this mm-hmm. guy is a major, in terms of player agents, you know, they pick the, the top of the class, you know, okay. he's, a, he's a, you know, an all NBA agent, you know, a top tier hall of fame type talent in terms of, you know, the player agency game. Um, and okay. then you bring in worldwide West. Um, there's, you know, there's, there, there's a, a case to be made that there's some positivity you know, that can result from this. Okay, I, I'll take that. I, mm-hmm. I needed somebody kind of yeah, tell me no. on the ledge because I've been on the ledge for a week and a half, and not and, and and it just seemed like everybody was just talking fluff, and I was like, I don't understand why everybody's just so positive about this news. I just yeah, I just don't get it. I, but it helps me feel a bit better about the higher. I still don't really. I'm not. I'm no lie. But, I still don't feel better about but it. But honestly, but it, it helps. You know what it does? It, it helps with the. It definitely helps the PR statement because we Knicks get killed in the news of either good or bad. So if everybody's afraid yep. of Leon, they'll think twice about. But will they really? Right. Knowing that Dolan is still in charge, like he is still, he still owns I mean, the Knicks. I think that's the million dollar question and we'll pro- and, and and to his credit Dolan has kind of been more hands off than he had been yes. ever since the mm-hmm. Phil hire mm-hmm. but but you have to Leon Rose is going to need you know autonomy to do the you know to to really put yeah. his stamp on things um, that's another reason I wanted a jury to come because you know he wouldn't have agreed to come to New York unless he had complete autonomy so he mm-hmm. kind of killed two birds with one stone there um, but yeah listen the Knicks you know for better or for worse are probably were were you know, unfortunately, I think Knicks fans wanted them to kind of take a methodical, you know, approach where they do things the right way and, you know, maintain draft picks and cap flexibility mm-hmm. and, and build it, you know, from the ground up. Like they said. It just doesn't seem like, <laughs> like Dolan's content to do that. Um, and if you're going to swing for the fences, you want a power hitter. And Leon Rose is a power hitter that has a chance to hit a grand slam. Again, he has connections with, you know, the, 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 the top of the top in the league, um, especially get World Wide West on board. So there's a chance. And, and again, a lot of people joke that the Knicks never, you know, are never going to sign another free agent. I, I, I find that to not be the case because remember, Anthony Davis, you know, let's talk about the last three, you know, top tier free agents that switched teams. Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. one of the, the, there was two teams, the Lakers and the Knicks. He went to the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant was rumored forever to come to the Knicks. And that wasn't just smoke. I mean, there was fire there. I um, believe everybody in the game, everybody in the game, you know, I, and I still think if he doesn't pop his Achilles, uh, Yo, that he ends we, up in we New said York. that mm-hmm. on this show, <laughs> that if he didn't pop yeah. his Achilles, he'd be a Nick right now, but people like to clown us. I'm okay with that, L. <laughs> Kathy is the only person in the universe who does not is not a Kevin Durant fan um, when helping. But you know, <laughs> I am not. But you want to keep? Yeah, going. I stand on it. I know you do. We know. We all know. Yeah, <laughs> it's looking pretty good right now too. Especially my man keeping burner accounts. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, <my> God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did you say? Tommy? 
Well, at least we. Yeah, well. um, but yeah, no, I, 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 I think there's a, I think there's if a couple things that gone the, you know, you know, it's a game of inches, yada yada yada. But if a couple things had gone the right way here or there, I think the Knicks could have landed one of those top tier free agents. Mm-hmm. So now they put themselves in position um, again with the cap space, with you know, seven draft picks in the next four years. Um, they're they're in a somewhat of an enviable position in terms of a rebuild. Um, and it just takes that one player, that one person that's willing to say, okay, uh, I'm ready to, uh, you know, take on the challenge. Because yeah, we all know any team, um, any player, any coach, any executive that ever, ever wins a championship in New York will be treated like a king oh, yeah. for the rest mm-hmm. of their lives. So, oh, you yeah. know. They're going to be a god. There will be statues of you yeah. Yeah, in front of Martin Square Garden, Times Square, everywhere, yep. man. That's, that's, that's happening. That's definitely yep. happening. All right, I agree. It may be in my son's lifetime, not mine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nah, you won't make it, Tommy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. <laughs> You're going to make it, man. All right. You know what? Okay, too. All right. Since we're we still going, let yeah, me throw this question out there. All right. So, Knicks are on a four game. By the time you... Okay, you know what? The game hasn't started yet. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be optimistic and say the Knicks are on a five game winning streak because by the time this episode <laughs> comes out... Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping... The Knicks will beat Atlanta. Will be on a five-game winning streak. I'm hoping. So fingers crossed. Prison. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. What are your thoughts on the minute allocation between the veterans and the youth? Some people are kind of upset. You know, Knox is only getting 11 minutes. I mean, now he's getting more minutes. Mm-hmm. Frank is only be getting 14 minutes. Yeah, 14, 15. Yeah. Do you feel like we are going in the right direction as far as the minute allocation? Do you feel like the youngsters should be getting more minutes or no? Yeah, so it's a good question, and I was definitely on the bandwagon of playing the kids next year, uh, last year rather. I, I thought you know give Knox as many minutes as he could handle, and Neil Akina, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, but I but I gotta admit, I am more play the vets than I thought I'd be for a couple mm. reasons. One, I the one I think is it, very important to acknowledge the fact that the the flattening of the lottery odds have had a major yeah. impact on the mm-hmm. way we kind of. You know, the, the whole idea of tanking has really changed. Because remember, the Knicks won 17 games last season, the Pelicans won 33, and the Grizzlies won 33. Mm-hmm. And the Pelicans and the Grizzlies had the first and second yes, pitch, respectively. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas, the, whereas, the, whereas the Knicks and the Hawks, who had worse records, fell to, to three and four. And there's certainly no reason not to believe, you know, there's, you know the, again, with the way the lottery odds are skewed, um, you know, there's, there's, it's just not the same level of assurity you have finishing with the worst record. Um, so I think that that plays a, plays a part in the, in the process. And the other thing is, um, at some point in time, these kids have to earn their minutes. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Knox specifically, I can, I, yeah. you know, I, I, I think, you know, it's understandable if you miss shots, you yeah. know, if you can't mm-hmm. knock down threes, or but the lack of intensity on the oh on the defensive God, end mm-hmm. is is is, 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 is is at some point in time as an organization you cannot accept that no. you cannot mm-hmm. reward that type of behavior with additional minutes. Um, so until I see that, I don't have a problem with Alfred Payton getting more playing time than Dennis Smith, who doesn't, who who can you know go quarters at a time without giving you know any effort on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Um, so listen, and and again, we still are you know we're not even at the All Star break yet, so we still got thirty plus games on the other side of the All Star break. You know, if you want to dedicate twenty of the last twenty of those, um, you know, to, to playing the kids more frequently, I understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I personally, I understand why some do, and I probably want to get a look at Izzy, uh, Iggy Brad's defense. Are ah, you about to yeah. him mm-hmm. Take his minutes. You know, take take well, Knox out. He's playing. Yeah, that's, take him out. You know, that's the thing. You know, at some point in time, you have to earn those minutes. So I don't. I personally don't have an issue with, mm-hmm. um, you know, Knox getting fewer minutes, and even Neil Kina has. And I love Frank, but he hasn't played that well of late. 
Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, uh, Alan Hahn made a great point the other day in, 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 with respect to Neil Aquina. Watch what Alfred Payton does because Alfred Payton can't shoot at, at all. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like anytime you take a three, you assume he's missing. He's a 50% free throw shooter. But that doesn't stop him from aggressively attacking the paint. Exactly. Either getting mm-hmm. a floater up or creating shots for others by driving and, and drawing attention then kicking it out or little drop-off passes to, to Taj Gibson or Mitch Robinson, yeah. whatever the case mm-hmm. might be. Um, so I think that's what Frank needs to do. Um, I, I will forever defend Frank as a as a as a positive contributor on a winning team. Oh, yeah, of course, what he does of course. You know, because of what he does defensively. But there is definitely, obviously, room for improvement on the offensive end, and that doesn't even necessarily mean just make or miss making shots, which is the way you attack and the way you stay aggressive, even if you're not overly confident in your offensive game, as Albert Payton is not. You mm. know, given the fact. <laughs> that, you know, what, what, you know, but but frankly, there's definitely something to learn there, and I, I mm-hmm. hopefully does it over the next you know couple months. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because Frank, man, Frank to me, like he has the IQ to me to actually find certain passing angles that other people's can't really find. Yep. It's just, I just yep. wish he was more aggressive, and he just this one thing that Alfred Payton does a lot that, and that's probe. You know, yes, always, always, always. He'll dribble. He'll dribble. You know that that Steve Nash thing where you dribble yes. the same and mm-hmm. not there. Mm-hmm. Circle back and then attack again. You know, don't you know? Don't give up your dribble. Right. Um, but you're right. Yes. Continuously making the challenging the defense, driving into the teeth of defense because you know more than more often than not, good things are gonna happen when you mm-hmm. do that. Exactly. And I feel like Frank has worked on his um, ball handling enough to start to try to do that. He just needs to get that mindset. That I'm going to probe. Yep. Mm-hmm. A little bit yeah. more for these passing angles, since I know I can pass. Mm-hmm. And or just... Because you, 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 you notice another thing, and I, and, I, and I looked up the numbers last night. The Knicks are actually 10 and 11 in the 21 games that Alfred Payton has played at least 27 minutes. Um, so when you look at a team that's got like a 25% win percentage, and it's almost 500, that, that, that tells something. Um, but uh, the other thing with Peyton is uh, the other thing you'll notice when Elf is on the floor, kind of since he's been inserting into the starting lineup, you see a lot, of lo- a lot less of that nonsense Julius Randle dribbling up the floor yeah, himself. Yeah. <laughs> You know, you, you notice that Alfred Payne's like, nah, nah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, he's know? Like, let me see, Let me see him for a minute, mm-hmm. you know? Exactly. And that's something that Frank needs to be like, yo, Randall, run up the damn floor. I got you. <laughs> exactly. <up. laughs> yeah. Shut up, Randall. Look up. The day that happens. You know? Oh, man. The day that happens is the day I scream and cheer. When he tells Randall no, the date, I don't know if that's going to yeah, happen. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. I don't see that happen. Do you see Randall's biceps? That's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. All right. I, I, yeah, I do have one more question, go though. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because something has kind of been on irking my nerve as of late, but it's like you. It, but it's justified, though, because of the way he's been playing lately, but like Wayne Ellington, right? Like, uh. like, like he's been inserted back into the rotation, and I mean, it's hard to argue against his production lately. Because even last game against the Pistons, he performed really, really well. But I feel like now he's taking minutes away from Dotson, who's been a pretty consistent performer this whole well, season. Well, Dotson was sick. He was sick. We was. I mean, he. Could, yeah. Yeah, he was sick. He was sick. He he was sick mm-hmm. the game before this one, mm-hmm. and then. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. He was like, yeah, I think I think he was active for the Pistons game, but I, yeah. you, you can assume he probably wasn't 100%. It was kind of maybe an emergency they could use him. But I agree with you. I, I'm one that, you know, Dotson should get more minutes. Because he, again, he's a guy that has earned minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays decisively on the defensive end as well as offense. 
Um, so I, I, I agree. I, I prefer Dotson to get those Ellington minutes. But again, you're currently riding a four-game win streak. I think that's the kind of conversation we can have in a month from now, yeah. um, assuming the Knicks you know, kind of come back down to earth and are 20-plus you know, games below 500. Then at that point, um, maybe buy Ellington out even and you know, give all his minutes to Dotson. Um, but I understand, again, because the other thing with Mike Miller – he understands, you know, he's got like, you know, what, three months to prove he's an NBA coach? Because this is the this. last chance he'll ever have. I said you know? this on the yeah. show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. So, so you got, so, so the motivation for the head coach is not necessarily in line with the long term, you know, thinking of the franchise, which is kind of a, a, a unique situation. But mm-hmm. um, I agree. I, I, so, but, you know, again, they're riding a four game win streak, they've had some success. Um, uh, you know, in a month from now, if Ellington, um, in a lost season, completely lost season, is still getting time over um, the Knoxes and the and the uh, Dotsons of the world, then I have an issue with it. But right now, mm-hmm. I, I can't make too big of a deal of it. All right. Yeah, I, I agree. But I kind of, I'm a I'm a dot guy. I've been screaming free dot for for the longest for three <laughs> years. Ever since Tim Hardaway Jr. was on the team, and I was scared. I was pissed that Steve Mills gave him seventy two million dollars. I was pissed that they were taking minutes. Yeah. That, that episode, $72 million on our way. Yeah. That was still a classic episode. Yeah. <laughs> I was on a dot train since, just because, like you said, he plays offense, he plays defense, and I feel like he has that ability to be that microwave three-point shooter that we need. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he's a guy who yep. can give you a, a quick 12 without thinking about it, like, in his prime, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. I, yeah, I agree. And, and play defense. So, I'm, yeah. I'm waiting. Yes. I'm, Importantly, I'm, yep. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it to, to free dot. Cool, cool. So, um, I, yo, I think we got through all of the questions. Do we have any? Do we have anything? Do we? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Me personally, I don't really have another question right now. All right, Miss Black Girl Magic. Do you have any questions? I'm pretty, pretty good on my end. Dope, man, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Rockstar, man. I'm so, so, so happy to finally have you on the show. Man. I respect your work. This 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 is the thing, man, about Tommy. Tommy is a really good follow because one, he gives you all the stats you ever need, and on top of that, there's certain people who were kind of cynical, and you have enough cynical people in the world <laughs> mm-hmm. already, and it's good to have some positivity. What what, what was you about to say, Kathy? You about to? Did we touch on Kuzma? We oh, did yeah, touch yeah, on we Kuz. Oh yeah. Okay, we can we, we can touch on Kuz. All right, we gonna we can we can harken back if you want to talk about this comic. <laughs> To the Kuzma deal. Um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'm not a huge Kuz guy. Um, you know, I think he's a little bit overrated because he plays for the Lakers. Um, so I wasn't, <laughs> I, you know, I, I, you know, if you look at his splits, you know, his on-off splits and the, the advanced analytics on uh, on Kuz, they don't do him. They don't. They don't do him any favors. Um, so uh, yeah, I think he's a little bit overrated in the grand scheme of things. So I was, cont- I, I wasn't upset that the Knicks. Won. You know, I, I think I'd probably rather. I, I probably would have rathered him than than a first-round pick, but. Um, just because he's a proven commodity on a rookie contract, um, but I, I I didn't find it you know like a make or break. It wasn't. I don't mm-hmm. think it's devastating for the Knicks that they didn't get. Yeah, I yeah. was. My stomach more hurt when it came to the D'Lo situation, mm-hmm. only because right. when I was reading the news and I'm looking at what's happening and I'm seeing okay, Knicks are offering Frank Lakina. First of all, I'm hurt because everybody knows I like Frank. Yeah, I'm like no, <laughs> Frank the Prince, nah, son, it's chill. And then after that. There's often Barry Porter, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But then I'm hearing a first-round pick, and then I'm hearing Kevin Knox. And now I'm like, whoa, somebody get Steve Mills away from the controls. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little too much. But Kuzma, to me, I can talk myself mm-hmm. 
into you know being okay with it only because he's he's only five million. He's like he's like five million. For yeah, and, and to be honest, like from my point of view, like when I was hearing that the Lakers were that the Knicks were asking the Lakers for Kuzma and that the Knicks were asking the Clippers for Shaman, I was like I would rather Shaman on my team than Kuzma. Oh honestly. my yeah. gosh, <laughs> agreed. Yes, agreed. Yeah, I was like get Shaman. I was definitely about to get Shaman. Yep. Oh, another question. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. There's certain players. I've heard that the Knicks were really. Um, they, I heard they wanted to make DSJ happy. I'm not. Sh- did you Did you hear about that? Like they wanted to move DSJ. I'm surprised he's still with us. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think that they would have traded Smith if the right deal came along, but it just didn't present itself. So I think they'll try to find a taker for him in the offseason. I just I, I'd be surprised if, to be honest, if he's on the team at the start of next season. I definitely would too. Mm-hmm. I guess that's my like. Him and Alonzo Trier, too, especially Trier, knowing that Trier really is not in the rotation, and it just seems like there's no way he's going to get in unless, like, five people get injured. <laughs> <laughs> Why wasn't there at least, a, you know, a Trier for a second-round pick deal done, knowing that we don't have we don't have his rights, right? We don't have his rights. We can't really resign him in, in the offseason. So yeah. a deal like that just... Yeah, I think one of the things to remember is I forget who tweeted it, but there's a there's a reason why you know the, the other teams watch these Knicks struggle just as much as we do. So there's a reason the way teams aren't you know Trier's you know terrific offensive, a talented offensive player, but the, you know defensively gives a lot of points back. Um, and Smith Jr. just has looked lost this season, so I don't think teams are willing to even take a flyer on him. I think wow. the Knicks would have started with either one for a second round or so. Yeah, mm-hmm. but they just didn't know. those deals didn't present itself. Wow, so Trier wasn't even worth a second rounder even after this. See, yeah. I, I thought the Knicks, I thought they would be like, you know what, the Knicks are just rooting players because, you know, <laughs> DSJ averaged 15 play, 50 points a game before this season, and now he just looks like a shell of himself. So I figured they might have just assumed the same and just like, I'll take a flyer and give a second. Yeah, I, I thought that the, another team might have done that, but he's got a, um, I think he's got a $6 million option uh, for next season, and they guarantee that money um, oh, for next season. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, and, and the other thing is the roster spots. Teams really value roster spots, especially in the second half of the season. They can bring up G, G League guys and kind of, you know, kind of funnel through, just get a, a look at different guys. If you have a player making, you know, and, and Trier's another guy with guaranteed salary. Um, you know, it's not just, you know, trading a second round pick. That means you have to wave somebody or trade somebody else away. Got it. Um, so mm-hmm. teams are, you know, tend to be hesitant to do that. All right. All right. Okay. All right. That makes sense. That mm-hmm. absolutely makes sense. Yeah. All right. Cool. Any, any more questions, guys? Yeah, I'm good. All right. Yo, I'm yo. All right. <laughs> I finally got Tommy on the show. I even asked him. I actually wanted to ask you last year, but I was like, I'm going to let that breathe a little bit. Yeah. Let that breathe. And we get Tommy on next season. Yo, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot, Tommy. I might, I don't know. I might try to have you on again if something else crazy happens to, to bring, bring No problem. Thank, thanks for having me on. And yeah, be in touch. Best of luck. All right. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Good night. Thanks. Take care. All right. Yeah, we here. We did, we did that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ah oh, man, Tommy, we had just had Tommy on the show. Thanks to everybody who's watching that episode. Um, yeah, any, I feel like when we, we breeze through all, when Tommy said everything's such, such more and more condensed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of got to let them run. You can't really interrupt yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, so that's what you got to do when you have a guest like that. You just got to let them run wild like the, yeah. like the dog we are. We kind of yeah. broke away from our usual format of mm-hmm. interjecting a little as yeah. much as we usually do. But, um, you know what? Let's, 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 there's certain things that we still haven't touched on. Mm-hmm. 
that only we can really touch on. <laughs> <laughs> and that is the... RJ, your first preseason Whoa. in the book. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so all, all the controls are mixed up. I don't know what happened. <laughs> the gunshot's supposed to be there. But I want to... I just want to take the time to enjoy the fact that Steve Mills is yes. no longer on this team. Yes. <laughs> he's gone, he's gone, he's gone. I really wanted to celebrate, but I didn't want to like, I didn't want to wait too long. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> and just get right into the Tommy, the Tommy discussion. But uh, so I was. We all know, how do you feel? Do you have your stats still on you? We, we all know every year Steve Mills has been here. It's been a yeah, it's, it's been a losing season. season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would have to go back into the archives to try and find those notes. I have stats somewhere on my phone where it's where it's every, like every season he's been with the team, what the Knicks losing, the Knicks winning loss record was. But um, I think the most important statistic right now is the fact that since he's been gone, the Knicks are undefeated, so. <laughs> <laughs> What you're saying, Ryan, is we're breaking the playoffs. I don't want to go that far yet. But <laughs> you don't want to go back far, you? I mean, it, it, it's looking it's looking nice right now. And then, you know, we got the Hawks. You know, that's mm -hmm. winnable game. Then we got the Wizards, even though the Wizards are kind of hot right now, too. They, I think they said the Wizards won, like, down, like, a five-game winning streak. So, mm -hmm. you know, that's that's that might be a that might be a tough game. But, you know, if the Knicks win uh, the yeah, next A win two, by two is a win by two. A win by two is a win by two. We've been winning a lot by two. Exactly. By two. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, you Just never know. Just by two. Like like Tommy was saying too, if the Knicks win the next two games and then the Knicks are like four games behind that eight spot, you never know. It, it, it might happen. I don't know. Yeah, you might. Yeah, it might happen. You might. We believe Tommy. We yeah. believe. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I have to bring up. I didn't want to bring this up in front of company too. Mm -hmm. <sighs> I wanted to give the proper. Goodbye to Marcus Morris. <laughs> yes. And I, I wanted to give Miss Black Girl Magic the space to grieve. <laughs> and I knew this might take a while while Tommy was here, but now he's gone. Black Girl, Miss Black Girl Magic. Your thoughts on Marcus, what he means to you. <laughs> we appreciate his 20 plus uh, points. Per game, per every other game, per, you know, I appreciate what he did for us this season. Um, he was a good vet. Why are you acting shy? What's happening? Cause, no, because, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm sad, but I'm happy he went to the Clippers and not the Lakers. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. The Clippers, were, the Lakers were stupid for not trading for him. Um I would have gave. I, who was it? They, they were. Yo, they, they wanted they Danny were, Green. We wanted. Yeah. No, we wanted Danny Green. We wanted Kuz. Danny Green yeah. and with a pick. Yeah. With Kuz. I kind of. <laughs> I kind of like Scott Perry's gangster. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I. But but here's the problem. I wish he kind of kept that same gangster with the Clippers though. <laughs> <laughs> you know he did keep that gangster with the Clippers. Yo, I mean, yo, the but Clippers, you know what? Too. Good with the Clippers. Did. I, Yo, I, I, we did good with the Clippers too. We did. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We did. I'll give. I'll take the L that we didn't get much from Morris because if it gives the Clippers more ammo to He's win, mm -hmm. I'm cool with it. As long as y'all win, take him so that we can win. And we, like you guys mm -hmm. said, there's still a possibility that he can come back. Mm -hmm. But I just want the Clippers to win now. Like 
Get you guys have all the assets that you need. Mm-hmm. Y'all gotta win the chip now. Yeah. And I mean, it was a pipe dream for the Lakers to think that they were really gonna win this year. Um, I'm happy for Morris. You know what I'm saying? He's a strong addition to their team. We'll mm-hmm. miss him. I would play the sad music, but I don't know where all the buttons are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, this was inevitable. This was inevitable. Yeah. We said it. And no. and I think with Mills leaving, you know, that was definitely like it was open season after that. So Now what did you what was you about to say? What more did you want? Nah, I'm saying that Son. He well, wanted first, somebody. Well, 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 first of all I mean it's all be, before, what, what would you want before, from the Clippers. Before I go into my explanation, okay. I want to say that, you know, Morris I respect your time when you was here okay, with the Knicks. Okay. You you were my favorite Knicks. Yeah, all this coddling is cute, but what do you want from what you want from the Clippers? <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, cute. Wait, wait, wait. Can, can I finish my grieving moment? Yo, <laughs> you're not grieving. Y'all bitch said that y'all wanted more is gone. So what? he's gone. That doesn't mean we didn't like him. That doesn't mean we didn't like him, though. It's business. Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's that, business. That's right. All. It's not personal. So get to the get to the facts. What you want? Okay. <laughs> what you want? Let's, let's get right. to the meat. Let's get to the meat. All lead. right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. This is why I say the Knicks should have. What she can say? Never mind. This is why I say the Knicks should have got more for Morris because I look at other trades around the league, and the Minnesota Timberwolves. This is an example of an organization that got a GM and president of basketball operations that know how to do work. Because they traded away because they had a four-team trade. Mm-hmm. All they gave away was Covington, who's <laughs> averaging 13 points a game, shooting like what? Maybe 38% from three, 43% from the field. Mm-hmm. They gave away just Covington in a four-team trade, and they got back two young players on reasonable deals, Beasley and Hernan Gomez, the younger brother. Mm-hmm. They got Evan Turner back, which is an expiring contract, and Houston's first-round pick, just for Covington. <sighs> you know what it is, too? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. This is not. This was not Perry's fault. This was. This was Steve Mills' fault again. Even though Steve <laughs> Mills is out of the organization, and he did not make the deal. Mm-hmm. It was Steve Mills' fault. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, so did you read the reports that Steve Mills and Scott Perry were at odds on how to approach the trade deadline? Right. Yeah. That was the report. Um, Steve Mills. Wanted to keep Marcus Morris. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No, 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 I know, I know, I know. We know. Uh, Perry wanted to move him. Mm-hmm. Steve Mills wanted D'Lo, mm-hmm. and it seemed like he was trying to give heaven and earth to get him. Mm-hmm. Thank God he didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, Perry was like, "Nah, I don't want to do that." So, what happened was, I feel like Dolan saw that Mills might have been doing too much. Mm-hmm. Was like, wait, my dude, didn't you say we're not going to do this again? You're gonna give up. All these picks, all these young players for D'Lo, who's kind of a proven star. Like D'Lo is not bringing Golden State to the to the playoffs, and oh, he's the man no. now. He's they're last in the league. Why mm-hmm. are you trading all our assets for guys who be that good? But he's but they're still dead last in the league. Let's make this make sense. Yeah. So with that being said, I just kind of feel like that. I feel like the trade started too late. Mm-hmm. Like this trade discussion started too late. I think that was the biggest thing. If we had more time to work that trade, then I think maybe we could have worked out another situation where we're getting mm-hmm. um, more young players. And also, I feel like you might have had better deals, subsequent deals in place to move some of the young players we have mm-hmm. to make room for the young players like 
Kabongo way. I forget. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. No disrespect. I'm not trying to mess his name up. I really just. I, I, I think. Wait. I, I think it's um. Kevin Gelly. Kevin Gelly. That wasn't close. That wasn't close at all. Whatever it rhymes, it rhymes. Whatever it rhymes. Come on, Gelly. Kevin Gelly. It starts with a K. Ah. You were close enough. Yeah. 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 Give, give or take five syllables. <laughs> yeah. So, mm, yeah. If we, I felt like we had, if we had more time, if, if Steve Mills was fired a week before the deadline, mm-hmm. a week ago, I exactly about a week ago mm-hmm. that happened. I feel like we've been in a better place. I feel like we may we might have had more. I feel like we had might, might have more deals in place. And yeah. People like Trier and DSJ and. Mm-hmm. I think some smaller deals would be made to subsequent the the, the young pieces because I would kind of like Cabin Gelly. I kind of like Cabin Gelly. <laughs> like, Cap and Gelly. <laughs> like he kind of looked like he might have been like a like an upgraded version of Portis to me. Mm. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, not 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 at this point in time, but future years. Yeah, in future, yeah. Like, he had like a little three point shot. It looked like he had um, the, the the little tag, mm-hmm. the little. I mean to be post up moves like he looked all right. I mean to be fair, I did like him at Florida State when I watched him there. So yeah, yeah. and but it, I I even do kind of like the Ukraine kid Yusuf. Oh yeah, I saw a few of his um clips. Yeah, like I'm not sure what we're gonna do with him. Yeah, but I do like that. Um, he's a six four guard. You can mm-hmm. shoot. Yeah, which is a big plus. He's athletic. He can dunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, his handles. Looks okay. Still needs to improve going to his left. That's the scouting point I read. Mm-hmm. But he also plays defense. You know how I like defensive <laughs> yes. guards. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think we did. Considering the circumstances, even uh-huh. though the Knicks organization <clears throat> kind of botched it. Considering yeah. the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Considering the circumstances, I feel like we did all right. Yeah. Considering I- that Marcus Morris only scored average like 12 points a game last season. Mm-hmm. And we were able to get a first round pick. Plus a second round pick I think from Detroit, too, who's a high, you know. Mm-hmm. I think too, not offloading too many pieces right now works in our favor because then it gives us more when that free when at the end of the season when the draft comes up and we're really lo- looking to make a move for next year. Like we have some pieces. To yeah, because mm-hmm. the Knicks, we have to re- the Knicks now that that move is made. Mm-hmm. The Knicks have seven first round picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, within the next four seasons. With the next four yeah. seasons. So clap it up to that. You know what? You know what? I'm, let me move into the next subject. Mm-hmm. Not even subject. Just to the calls. Yeah, I didn't even have to remind me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have to remind me. Yes. We're going to get to some calls right now. So first caller is Randy from Jersey. Go ahead, Randy. Hey, what's up, man? This is Randy from Jersey. So I was uh, reaching out because I, I think, uh, you know, obviously I'm an optimistic Knicks fan. So just bear with me. I obvious. think, uh, <laughs> you know, Mar- Marcus Morris for a first round draft pick, Detroit second, and that guy's rights, their assets. I mean, I don't think that, yeah, we got seven first rounders in the next four years. I don't think this team is going to consist of all those players actually playing on the Knicks. Nope. Mm-hmm. I think. What what could happen? Yeah, I think we should draft Halliburton this year, coming up with our pick. But then like maybe use those other picks to uh, to maybe move up and draft some impact players, or even trade for a star. I think that's the you know the, the commonsensical way to to build a team. 
um, you know, maybe not even trade for a star, but maybe somebody that, you know, could help out and, uh, you know, fits into into the, the mold of what this team is. You know, we need shooters around RJ. Um, you know, I don't know if Frank's going to be here, but we need shooters around Frank. We need shooters where, you know, Mitch, he's not a shooter. RJ's not really uh, there yet. I mean, he could develop, but I'm happy about the trade deadline. Wish we would have been able to get rid of Portis, but, you know, as somebody we can move during draft Damn, day or sometime next year since he'll be an expiring, <laughs> assuming we pick up his, uh, his option. Hopefully we don't, but you never know. He's an asset at the end of the day. All right, guys. Take care and go Knicks. Hi, All right, shouts. Randy. Shout out to Randy. <laughs> yes, sir. And I agree with Randy that we did well <laughs> with the trade. Could have got more. <laughs> <laughs> Randy knows. Who is there left again? If we wasn't good. Nah, we should have told him. We should have made the Clippers run their pockets. Sham it. <laughs> oh, do you, do you want to be the Lakers? <laughs> how bad do you want to be LeBron? Exactly. Uh-huh. Just, just like how just like how um Scott Perry was talking spicy to the Lakers. Okay, you want you want Marcus Morris? You give, give us Shamit. You, you give you, you give us Kuz. You us give Shamit. us Danny Green. Give us so that's two pieces off your team right there for give Marcus Shamit. Morris. Who who's who's going to give you twenty? So how bad do you want to win a championship? Exactly. But they said too. I heard uh, Stephen A. or somebody saying that Dolan was suing somebody from the Lakers organization. Really? Like there was already some. Oh, about like I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. I heard somebody even say that like, hey, do you think that Dolan um is isn't going to trade to the Lakers <laughs> because uh, he's petty? Yeah, that he's suing somebody for like um, it's not even for basketball. It was right. Like, it's like yeah, real estate. Beat. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's really because you know Dolan's into real estate <laughs> yeah. and somebody um was buying some real estate in California and he he kind of like joined some group to say. It's not ethical to buy up this land and did it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so I was like, no, it's not. It's not mm-hmm. Best deal coming, you won't take that. Yeah. Yeah, I said it won't matter. True that. The, the, um, the interesting thing is that they didn't push harder for Marcus, seeing as the pieces that the Lakers took to build their team. They took Dwight, they kept Rondo. They got, um, what's the dude from the Warriors whose hair is really weird right now? They're talking about Quinn Cook? Not him. I don't know. (laughs) The dude from the Warriors. That's the only only dude I can think about. He got like a, kind of like a wild fro. Mm -mm, He got got braids. He wears a headband. Oh, wait. Braids and headband. I'm trying to think who is that. Uh, oh, Javel McGee. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> him. Weird hair, hairdo right now. But yeah. <laughs> nonetheless, but he came on. So it's 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 interesting that they didn't really make a hard push for Morris because they need him uh, more. Definitely for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but but um, LeBron really likes like seasoned players. Like he likes his bench like really seasoned. So it's interesting that they that he didn't fight for. For that, but then at the same time too, I feel like he knows that he he ain't y'all ain't winning. No, y'all no, ain't winning. He ain't winning, and it's fine. And 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 Morris fits with the Clippers anyway. His uh his style. Yeah, because is the, more yeah because the Clippers got dogs on that team yeah. and Marcus Morris is a, right a right dog in. too. Yeah, so it's like, that's yeah. Gonna fit right tough in. out, boy. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Shout out to Morris, man. Hopefully you make it. But Woo. I'd have been okay with Bobby leaving too. Who? If Bobby got traded. Yeah, I would, I would have been fine with that too. Yeah. Yo, where's the gunshots? Man? <laughs> <laughs> I'd, have been, the gunshots I'd have been okay man. with a Bobby trade. Oh my gosh, I don't, yo, Edson, you don't even know what you did to the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> honestly, I don't feel like 
Bobby's going to give us anything more this season. And as much as y'all want to keep giving Knox more minutes, I don't think we're getting anything else out of him. Knox? Yeah. You give him 14 minutes, he's going to give us the same eight points. You give him 27 minutes, he's going to give us the same eight points. Yo, for me right now, I don't even care. I mean, I I would love points because Mm -hmm. he's, he's projected to be a shooter. But at this point, I just want you to be competent. Yeah, like that's all I, I just I, want I, to be competent. Like, I last... want him to to not wait around on offense. Like I understand his defense is bad, and that's just what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. But like even on even on offense, like he gives the same intensity. Like he's just waiting around. Yeah, he's kind of stuck in the corner. And that could be yeah. the scheme as well. But I do. I was encouraged by the last game where he got blocked. Yeah, uh, he he has he had a good moment. He played really good one on one defense. I was encouraged. I saw some signs of a heartbeat from Knox. But yeah. you know, you you expect young guys to have that and then go down. But mm-hmm. you know, go up and down as, as far he's as just going down. I, just, I need more up. I need a lot more <laughs> up. Yeah, you seem like he's stacking a little bit. Yeah, yeah way more consistency. He's not very consistent at the moment. You know, especially on the defensive end, you know, he needs to play with that same intensity more often in games rather than just, you know, some games he takes days off and then other games is like, yeah, okay, okay, I'm engaged, to, you know, today. Yeah, exactly. But a Wayne and a Bobby taking days off and giving certain... Um... That's the thing. Wayne doesn't take days off. Wayne actually worked really hard. He just... He, he just he, misses shots. Yeah, he's just not playing good. He just misses shots. <laughs> Bobby, okay, but I, but in, in terms of hand, inconsistencies, in terms of incons- their inconsistencies versus rookie inconsistencies. Right, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, I, I understand and, 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 you know, speaking of Bobby Porter's, yo, that Magic game, I wanted to take him out the damn game. Ah. <laughs> because, because, because there was this incident in the game, I forgot, I forgot where, but um, I remember the Knicks were trying to fight back in that game, right, because of... Because the magic had him down by like I think seven points, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. This dude, this dude ran up the court and takes a contested three point shot at early in the oh, shot. I was, <laughs> and I was like, Yo, I, what are you doing? I was like, I, 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 I was like, Yo, if I was Mike Miller, I would have been like, Time out. Yo, be, leave the arena, not even the bench. Run, go run, go run, run your face. Go run, run your face. Yo, yo, get up, get up, get up. Come here. We don't. Hey, hey. Come, Come here real quick. Hey, Frank, you playing power forward. <laughs> we don't need this. We don't need this. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right, next caller. <laughs> you know what it is? You need to create fake beef for um Bobby every other game. Oh, you yeah. You need to do that. You need to, you need to like, gas him and be like, yo, you know, you heard what they said about your mom? Oh, <laughs> you, saw, you saw what they tweeted? You got to, like, create a fake burner account so yeah. that he can get spicy so that he could play. Yeah, really yeah. Well. He's put, like, the pictures of that shit. Who's the Chicago's guy who he punched in the face? We need to um, Meritick. Meritick. You need yeah, to just pick yeah. all over his mirrors. Yeah. yeah. yeah you got <laughs> to gotta space jam him. Yeah, you got to space jam him. You got to space jam him. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, you know what? Let's let's get into these calls now. Hi, Jay. It's yours truly. Uh, Ken T from Miami. Let's go, Ken. Ken T. Our guy. I am uh, very pleased with the haul we got for Morris. Uh, the only thing is I wish they would have started shopping him a little bit earlier. But obviously, getting more than a number one pick like I said. Uh, was huge. I like getting a second game. round pick mm-hmm. from uh, Detroit. Should have got more. <laughs> uh, the other thing is, um, it would have been great if we could have moved uh, a couple of the other vets that um, that we don't see on the team, be on the team next year. But um, uh, you know, there's still time to move them in the off season. So, um, uh, so all in all, I'm, I'm pretty pleased, and I can say for once, the next actually want to trade. So that's that's a good thing. 
Yeah, no, I know there was rumors that were going around saying too that the Knicks were trying to save some of their assets to move in the offseason for a bigger move, and that's another reason why they didn't. I don't know which one I believe. I don't know if I believe that completely, but maybe that's I do. Too. I do. It makes sense. Yeah, keep it, some of these cheap assets. Yeah, man. Yeah. We gotta we gotta ride it out to the end of the season at least. We need we need somebody to play. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> and definitely check out the last article that Ken wrote. He's a writer for, for uh, the Naked Time Show. Really, mm-hmm. really good article on Leon Rose. Talks about um, why we should steer away from being an agent, you know, from, from hiring an, an agent mm-hmm. as a GM. Even gets into why Bob Myers, who's like a successful agent for... Um, yeah, for the Golden State Warriors, why he's a special case, you know, and not just he's an exception to the rule and not the rule. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know he's, he's bright, he's good with analytics, and mm-hmm. he actually had help and a mentors to help him, you know, get to the next level. But definitely, definitely, definitely check out that article. Kansas talented dude, very, 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 very good writer. Yes, so sir. Definitely check that guy out. And the articles on thenickatimeshow.com. <laughs> yes, for your Nick needs. <laughs> All righty, then next caller. Hey, Naked Time fans. Uh, this is Abdul. What up? From San Diego, big time Knicks fan. Callie. I just want to say that <laughs> training Mook was necessary because there is no guarantee he'll, if he'll come back next season. We got a first round pick on a player on a one year rental. Kathy, want to hit me? <laughs> Second point why will we trade for D'Angelo Russell on a max contract when we can get ball in the draft? On a rookie contract. Boom! Also, uh, feels good that Steve Mills is no longer here. Mm-hmm. We're making common sense decisions. Hey. Love it. Love it. Shout out to common sense. Yes. <laughs> I, I just want to be clear. Did you say draft ball? He yeah. did say draft ball. <laughs> Brian wants to clap for draft ball. <laughs> Who's projected to go but before our pick? I like Halliburton. Halliburton don't no, 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 no. Like, though. no, like if we if we end up with Halliburton, I'm still I'm still good, you know. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just it's just that my top my top guy right now is Lamelo Ball. I want to see Ball in New York. Yeah, yo, and you know what? Spencer's gonna be here for one of these episodes too. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if he's gonna call in or be here. Probably gonna call in. I want somebody to be here though. But anyway, still, he's gonna be here for one of these episodes. He's a draft guy. He's a he's a, a guy who's been. Worked with NBA teams before, and knows what goes into it. So he's gonna be telling us who's who's what, and I actually I really wanna pick his brain to see, like, is the bad is the draft as bad as everybody says it is? Because mm-hmm. I'm getting the talk from the league is that this draft isn't strong. So anybody after mm-hmm. like two or three is weak, and I want to see what he has to say about it. Get mm-hmm. into into that notion, but so so wait, hold up. So if if people are saying that this upcoming draft is weak, then who are the who are the like the top guys that everybody's saying like if you get one of these guys, then you're good. Um, what I'm hearing is Anthony Edwards mm-hmm. is at a tier. Yeah, and even that, even though he's the top guy, it's still not the same top as previous tops. Okay. And then everybody else is a <laughs> solid player. All right. Why are you giggling? What did I have to say? Pause and then... <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I heard from Spencer anyway. Back on my smile too much. I'm being paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so happy? Can't even hear my like mine. She happy mm-hmm. now. You see how that works? You mm-hmm. see? Yeah. Lock life. Anyway, yeah, yeah I like I like a hairstyle. I like it's fly. Yeah. 
Thanks, y'all. Yeah. Join us, Ryan. Yeah, I'm just, uh, <laughs> Join us. I mean, I mean, I, I can because my hair Obviously. is growing, but I, I don't know if I want to get locked, so I don't know. Yeah. Come to the side. Come to the side. <laughs> hey, yo. All right, cool. You know what? We're going to move into who, the player of the week. Last week's player of the week was Dotson. We actually didn't really get into it that much. But this week's player of the week is who? Alfred Payton. Alfred Payton, man. The G. <laughs> Alfred Payton. Shout out to Alfred Payton, who's the player of the week. He's the reason why the Knicks are still winning, even though Marcus Morris is now going. Damn near had a triple-double. Yes, he did. Well, he had a triple-double. Um, yeah, um, he had um, it. Yeah, he I'm had sorry. an actual triple-double. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He had a good day. Woke up one day, had a triple-double. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Read us some stats on, on Albert Payton, man. What did he do this week to these people? Yeah. Well, first of all, the triple-double he had this week was 17 points, 15 assists, and 11 rebounds. Hey. And for the week, he's averaging 14 points, 10 assists, at eight rebounds per game. That's crazy. That's my guard. That's my point guard right there. And he's shooting 46% from the field, too, for this week. Gee! Yo, the thing about Alpha Payton, too, is he, 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 bless his heart, he still can't shoot a three. But, (laughs) (laughs) the thing about Alpha Payton is he's getting to the hole with so much I'm gonna use Ryan word fervor. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but he's not just getting to the hole. I feel Mm -hmm. like before this week, anyway, he would get to the hole, but he wouldn't really finish. He would just kind of fling the ball up there and it would Mm -hmm. really connect. But now, every time he gets to the hole, it it, it actually goes in, and he seems like he's just finding his teammates in perfect situations. He got to play for his guy. And not only that, he's bullying these cats. He played Orlando Magic and had seven steals. My guy should have had eight steals, but they they robbed him. Yeah, yeah, they took away one. They took away one (laughs) for some reason. He's playing for his man. He's playing, yeah, man. Yeah. Shout out to Elba Payton. Elba Payton cut his ocean spray hair. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Things started to change for him then. <laughs> and then when he threw homeboy from the Grizzlies on on the floor, I felt like that supercharged him. Yeah. And he now he's now he's like Yeah, and he, and and then on top of that, he's the only point guard brave enough to tell Julius Randle no. No! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and man, get a for that. On, yeah. on, that, on that alone, he deserves a player of the week. Oh, yeah. that alone. Telling Julius Randle no means player of the year. That's yeah. MVP. MVP. Yeah. Elpain's MVP. That's, that's, that's all I have to say. That's really all I have to say. Word. All right. Now it's time for one of the favorite parts of the show. Hey, and we're up by nine. Yeah! Oh. That winning streak's coming. Yeah, five game win streak. Yeah. Oh. Up by nine, we're still in Update. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, yeah, we're up by nine. Sure. It's favorite segment of the show, the Oopics. If you do not know, Oopics are the best plays of the week, the favorite plays of the week. And they have to be Nick related. Have to be. <laughs> yep. So. Anybody? Anybody out there? Do we have any Oopics? I'm searching. Everybody, <laughs> everybody searching for Oopics. I'm not. You not searching? Oh. Out of respect for Morris this week. Oh, <laughs> really? Really? Bro, you get a broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is what you should have did. Let me show you how you should have handled it. It's someone who respects Morris. Because obviously you have fake respect for Morris. I have real respect. I'm gonna oh. tell you why. Fake respect. Yeah. You would have thought. Let me tell you my oopick. My oopick is Nick's 
versus Cavs. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> game in the balance. Nah, he had a, he had a good game. Good, yeah, game. he had a good he game. A good Such game. a good game. Y'all let him go. Marcus Morris turned. <laughs> so good. Y'all still traded yep, him. Yeah, we did, sure. Nah, I ain't giving mm-hmm. no ooh picks while yeah. you're still on the next Nah, we man. giving them. Ooh. This is, <laughs> No fake His ooh. last. No fake ooh. Don't hate. Don't hate. Don't hate. Don't hate. His last testament <laughs> to us. <laughs> Thank Four, you, Double M. Three? Was it three? Three clutch mid-range buckets in a row to Thank. beat the Cavs. Thank you, Double M. Ooh. We appreciate you, King. Giving us that win and setting us for our win streak. Is this your ooh for you or for me? No, this is this is no, it's not okay. for you. It's for Morris. <laughs> when you claim you love. Ooh, wait. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute now. <laughs> but they want to give him no ooh. Nah, I'm not, nah. I'm not giving no ooze at all. Yo. I'm not giving no no nick ooze. I hope we win though. Should have gave it to oh should give at least a memorial. Yeah, memorial. I did, man. The Knicks posted them. I reposted. <laughs> <laughs> Repost. That's not what I wanted. Uh-huh. <laughs> memorial, y'all. Mm-mm. All right, so I have one ooh pick since I had to look it up last minute. So, <laughs> so because because I mean like the Knicks are on a four game winning streak right now, so I feel like I should have at least two ooh picks, but only got one. Okay. So um, this is the Pistons game. Mm-hmm. So the score was seventy-two to seventy. The Pistons had a two-point lead, mm-hmm. and um, their rookie, their rookie forward, who is um Frank Nilakina's teammate on the French mm-hmm. team, mm-hmm. Dumbia, he had the ball at the top of the key, dribbled inside the lane. Little did he know Uh-oh. there was Kevin Knox mm. lurking in the background from the weak side. Oh yeah, he went. Dumbia went up for the layup. Knox rejected it. Rejected. I don't have the button. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the buttons are messed up. I was trying to say. It yeah, mm-hmm. but it was overly impressive because you know Knox don't really play defense like that. So when you see Knox gets a block shot, deserves he it. deserves the ooh. You gotta, Bruh. You gotta give it to him. Sorry, I didn't mean to do that to you. Exactly, exactly. That's right. Yes. Yo, shout out to Knox playing defense, man. Yo, this sounds like a diss so bad. Nah, I mean, I mean, nah, nah, I mean, nah, nah, I mean like Knox, <laughs> Knox reminds me of me when I play defense. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, when, when you feel like it? Yeah, like, I play defense when I feel like it, you know? I'll That's take crazy. I'll take plays off, and then, and then you know, when it's on the line, uh, then I'm like, I okay, mean, I'm, I'm going to step up, and I'm a, def- I'm defense a defense right now. games, yeah. man. You know what? You know what? I'm, I'm Ain't gonna... that what Damien... Was crying about that's how they lost their game. Oh yeah, that's that. Oh, that's one of my broad picks too. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's wait. Bruh. We'll get to that later. Yeah. But you know what? I'm gonna also give. I'm gonna give you another ooh pick to another guy who plays defense that you don't expect to play defense. DSJ. Oh, oh yeah, Dan Smith. Oh. Yeah. DSJ sighting. DSJ finally has a heartbeat, and mm-hmm. there was a game where he actually played well. He had two steals, and then he's playing one-on-one defense mm-hmm. and had a block. Okay. It was the Magic game, right? It was during the Magic? Yeah. Now you see Dennis Smith Jr., he's a great representation of how I play defense. That's right. <laughs> he's a great representation of how I play defense, all right? Oh, God. We supposed to have yeah. a, like, a, a KOT. When is the KOT game happening? I, I need some time. I need some time. I went to, I went to the NBA uh, 
the NBA office and I shot around a little and it was super flat. So I need some time. All right. You boys right. been in the gym every week. So okay. that's yeah. why you ready. Yeah, yeah. I need to get some time. I'm flat. I'm flat. I'm flat right now. With Ryan's bad defense. I got a few shots up and I was like, oh, no. I need to get some jump in Or Scorpio versus Leo game. I don't even think that's happening. Whatever. It's going to happen. It's February. It is February. Three years. Can we get some time in some warm weather? We'll see. We'll see. That's because he been in the gym shooting. Yeah, yep. that's what I'm saying. I need that's to get. Right. I need. I need to get jump. And who yeah. invite? Who invites y'all to everything? And no one ever comes support. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I got triggered. I'm sorry. Next hoop pick. <laughs> Next hoop pick. Next hoop pick goes to. <laughs> this is a group. Ooh, actually, I actually this is like one of the best favorite plays from the Orlando game. Hey. All right. Um, I don't remember who was driving to the whole. Um, but it's, it's, it's the pick starts off with, I think, is this, wait, is this DSJ? The DSJ. Mm-hmm. DSJ block, actually. Okay. Let me, let me, let me get this right. Let me get this right. All right, so DSJ, I believe, blocks the ball, runs up the court, sees Mitchell Robinson streaming down the middle, DSJ throws a lot, then from half court, Mitch Robinson catches it for the easy That's my big. Mitch! There you go. Money, money, making. Money, money, make it, Mitch. Woo. All right, cool. Now! <laughs> it's time for the... Oh, wait, 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 wait. One more pick. Oh, okay, okay. I forgot the Pistons game because Mitch had like four blocks. Oh, wait, so wait, wait yeah. you, know, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I messed that up. We'll pick up too. Randall blocked the ball. Oh, okay. Randall blocked the ball. DSJ called it. Fast mm-hmm. break. Throws it to Mitch for My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, but yeah, I just want to shout out Mitch because in that Pistons game, he had like four blocks. So yeah, Mitch. Money, money, make it Mitch. Shout out to you, Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now it is time for the bro picks. Mm-hmm. Bro picks for you who don't know are the worst plays of the week. The things that make you go, what the hell hmm. happened here? And the bro picks don't have to be things you make go. Hmm. They could be anything. Anything. They could be play related. There's some bro worthy stuff that happened this week. Yeah. Yo, shout out to January. Uh, January <laughs> and February have been bro worthy. Oh my gosh. What's bro pick for January? Yeah. Bro. <laughs> that was a rough month. That was a yeah, year terrible, month. Yeah. <laughs> month year. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bro picks. I, th- yeah, I, feel like, I feel like the camera woman has a, has a bro pick, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all don't hear this. She was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we glad we made it. <laughs> yeah, we here, though. Right, bro picks for you guys. Uh, My bro pick, and it's it's short, goes to Gail. I do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Gail, you that. get a bra. I'm not going to drag you because the Bruh. internet's did. Uh, they might have went a little too hard. Uh, mm. They were a little too harsh on you. Um, but you deserve to get red because you knew what you were doing. You knew what the CBS knew what they were doing. They get they get broad as well because they knew that they were trying to. She knew she was going to ask a question that was going to stir up a response that was going Absolutely. to get trended on on the medias on, and on the internets. And mm-hmm. that's what you guys were looking for. You just didn't expect the response that you got back. So now everybody's trying to backpedal and double back. And that's corny. And it'd be it'd be it'd be better for you to just stand in your truth and be like it was an ill, it was poor timing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it, you know what I'm saying? Rather than oh, I didn't know. You know? Yeah. It was, it was a five minute interview. You knew. You yeah. did. Five minutes. You tried to drag that man. It was poor yeah. timing. It was yeah. Insensitive, and it's, it's insensitive, like, man. Just and it's corny. Yeah, it but even beyond that, it's just super corny to to just like 
to to have that be the moment opposed to you just speaking to his friend about mm-hmm. him. You know what I'm saying? To find that little piece. That's that's corny, man. You didn't even have to bring it up at all. Mm, it could have exactly. just been like Lisa Leslie talking about Kobe and mm-hmm. that would have been fine enough. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? We haven't heard from Lisa Leslie in years. It was mm-hmm. dope to see her. She she's doing and she's doing fairly well, mm-hmm. you know, considering right. everything that's yeah. happening like Co- coaching the big 3. Yeah, yeah. 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 That like yeah. that was enough, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been any one of those things opposed to it being that. So I think that was corny. Um you know, and then Oprah mm-hmm. gave her the cosign on the corniness too. So the both of them get bras. Oh man. yeah, she yeah. that bras. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And then you know, Snoop, we just gotta watch our language, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'm going to step in here. Yeah. As, as the black man here, I'm yeah. giving the suit the bras, the black man. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Bruh. Because even though he was justified in what he said, mm-hmm. he still sometimes it's how you say it. You, yeah. It is ultimately it's how, how you say, say it. it. Like yeah. you can't be calling women. Bitches in 2020. Yeah. We can't. That's not. And dogs still. We can't. <laughs> we can't call them bitches. We can't call them dogs. And we know the wig we wasn't great. We so we, have we know get, what it looked like. We, we have to get away from associating women with weak. Yeah. That's like we have to kind of move away from that mm-hmm. narrative. Yeah. In yeah. In the in the future, and was kind of just evolve. We all hop. hurt. Yeah, but mm. we need to heal from that, man. Hip hop yeah. has been hip hop has been great for everybody, for the black community. It's, it's brought us a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But with that, hip hop is just misogynistic in general. Though. Exactly, yeah, yeah. it is. He sounded like 90 Snoop too. That's what that, that's what yeah, it was. That's exactly. what I'm trying to exactly. That's what it was. That's Snoop yeah. did sound like new Snoop. He sounded like 90 Snoop. Because like, still yeah, in there, yeah. but you got to evolve, man. Evolve, yeah, kid. you can't, can't really be calling out a, um, an older lady like that, nah. saying that we know Not where you stand, that we don't come lady. and get you. Like, right. Yeah, you can't, you can't really be, can't really be doing that. <laughs> yeah, man. But but she was she was she was corny for that. Man. No, she was definitely corny. She was corny yeah. for that. Definitely corny. That was super corny. All right, that's my. You gotta. You, I want. I want to say, bro, for the Knicks waiting too long to to fire Steve Mills. <laughs> Bruh. That counts. Fired him a week earlier. That and, counts. And it was it was rumored that Steve Stout had to do something to do with it as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of happy that Steve Stout pushed that envelope. But I'm also kind of looking at him in the side eye for trying to have mm-hmm. Leon Rose here. Mm-hmm. Real quick, I heard you guys saying that y'all didn't want Steve Stout to turn MSG black. <laughs> I mean, y- y'all didn't what? say that, but that was that. that was nah. more so my hot take from what I heard. Y'all didn't want it to be like super festive, like how the Nets, how, like how he revamped oh, the like, Nets. Oh, you mean like color yeah. black? Not <laughs> no, like, no. Oh, no, 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 not color black. Like you guys were saying, like, like you didn't want him to do like a lot of like you didn't want too much hip hop. It's it's not that I just don't want it to be like an exact replica of the of the right, Nets. Yeah. Right, right, right. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. My hot take yeah, has yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We don't we don't want to bite somebody. Yeah, else. exactly. Yeah, we that's what we meant. Original is, yeah. is, is 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 not not the not the cultural. Part. Black in general yeah. is original though. Obviously, like it's, it's, mm-hmm. we can do our own thing, mm-hmm. but with our own flair. But I don't yeah. want to bite somebody. Yeah, else. exactly. Like, like we come out with graffiti graffiti uh, um no. yeah. jerseys. I'm like. You bite, I really hope yeah. they don't stray too too far from like because the Knicks logo is like a staple. Yeah. Like I hope they don't revamp too too much that has us looking like like them old 
No disrespect. Old rappers trying to be <laughs> trying to be young still. <laughs> oh my god. There's no respect when you disrespect. I get it. <laughs> I get it. Oldest trick in the book. Yeah. Well, like, well, like, 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 like what's the thing that Michael Blackson always says like no with all due respect. You're like so I, I forgot, but he sounds like no disrespect, but all due respect, I have no respect, something like <laughs> yeah, that. Pretty much. I mean you say the same like when the dudes still wear the baggy pants. Yeah, yeah, like, we gonna look like MJ in the twenty twenty. Where's the gunshots? Where's the gunshots? Oh, man. Knowing no, good and well, you don't care uh, nothing about a Taylor. Taylor, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. You have the dad pants on with the ones. Oh, man. The dad pants with the ones. It, it, it's all good, Jordan. You're still the greatest of yeah, all time. Yeah, it's still, yeah. but, but dressing, yeah, he uh, he needs help there. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jordan fits. Do, yeah. you, do, you, do you like those ones that are coming out for All-Star Weekend? The two tone, the two tone women's ones. So you talking about you my North Carolina, Chicago, like like um, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen those. You like them? They're right to me. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like hmm. in, a, in a line to go get them, but like oh, they, they are right. We gotta have, have a sneaker show. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, we, I think we have a, a lot of shoes show. are dropping this week for for All Star Weekend. I think yeah. they pulled, they pulled the Kobe's. Yeah, I like the Kyrie's. I was dropping all the red and gold joints. Mm. Those are fire. Mm. Yo, next show we gotta have our own sneaker show, yo. This thing might be in a segment. Maybe it should be a show. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. It depends on this one because she might busy. Yeah. Yeah. Famous. Next, bro. Oh, yeah. We waiting on you. Oh, bro, oh, 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 bro. Okay. I'm I, I, my bad. I thought by us looking at you, you would yeah. know. Oh, my fault. My fault. My fault. Okay. That Scorpio so, did, that didn't translate over He was there. looking down. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. I got a, a good amount of bro picks. Okay. First bro pick goes to... Rudy Gobert and Joe Ingles on the Utah Jazz. So they were facing the Rockets, and (laughs) Ingles was guarding Gordon on the wing. Mm -hmm. So Gordon was driving to the basket, and Joe Ingles put on his best flopping performance. (laughs) Oh, man. Went up like this and was like, (laughs) Ref ain't called nothing. So Gordon went to the basket. He was under the basket now, and he did, like, one little, like, move where he, like, you know, brought the ball over. Mm -hmm. And Gobert was there, and Gobert was like... Uh, and fell to the floor like he got hit. Damn, <laughs> bro. Doing the Jay Crowder. <laughs> so both, so basically, both players flopped on the same play, and, and the ref ain't called neither one. Uh, oh, and God had an easy basket. Uh, that is hilarious. That's a good one. <laughs> I hope, flop. I hope a certain someone flopping someone's on your list. Oh too. man, the flop off is fun. Remember when like oh, CP yeah. and uh, who was the flop off? CP and, and my dude from the Rockets. CP's a horrible flopper. Oh yeah. Oh, Harden. Harden. See, mm-hmm. CB and yeah. Harden, when he was facing each other one time, both of them like flopped at the same time. And the ref was just like, I don't yeah. <laughs> uh, Next right. bump pick goes to my Scorpio brethren, Russell Westbrook. No, brother. So he had the ball against the Jazz, and I don't know, as his teammate must have zigzagged, or his teammate zigged when he thought he was zag. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to pass the ball to him, but then like, he got he got mixed up and instead he threw the ball in the backcourt. And then like then he was looking at then he was like look he was looking at his team and he was like what the hell are you doing? <laughs> so it's like so it's like not only did you throw the ball in the backcourt but you but, but you was blaming your teammate. Damn. <laughs> For throwing the ball in the backcourt. Yep. Bruh. Damn. Next bro goes to. I don't know if this is if this is gonna go to one person or it's gonna be a group of people but it's basically the Grizzlies and Igor Dollar beef. There's, there's a lot of bros to go uh, around. Yo. <laughs> I actually like it. Ooh. 
Ah, <laughs> I respect it. Or, so um, first you had um, I think his name is. Dylan, <laughs> I think his name that is, Dil- is, is Dylan Brooks. I think. On, yeah, yeah, um, Dylan that Brooks. Says yeah, enough. on um the Grizzlies, mm-hmm. and he was talking spicy about Iguodala. I loved it. Basically, Just, <laughs> thing one and thing two. Huh? Thing one and thing I two. I loved it. Yeah, and you know, he's talking spicy about Eagle Dollar saying that, you know, yeah, we, we, we waited for him to get traded because, you know, when we face him, you know, we're going to show him what Grizzlies basketball is about. Boom. Talking mad spicy, and then John Moran backs him up, and he's like, you know, with the um, strategy emoji. They dumb. <laughs> no, they're not. They're they young bulls, and they're they going after it, and, 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 and oftentimes, you what what vets do show you is that I'm still that guy. I'm still who they say I am. But they mm-hmm. coming, though. They come in, yeah, in yeah. a few years, they will be that guy. But for right now, Shh, Andre is still thing. Andre. Put some respect on that man's name. Nah, and make nah, sure nah. nah. All disrespect. Nah. <laughs> y'all, y'all be giving y'all rookies too much, man. Now nah, when they nice? <laughs> yeah, they nice. Yeah, Nobody's yeah, John taking nice, John yeah. Morant's nice, and the Grizzlies are good, but they would have been, they could be better. Yeah, but because no, no, keep going. I yep. to yeah, and then, and then you know, Steph Curry felt like he needed to chime in. That's right, Steph. And and posted a picture of Iguodala where, and then John Morant but responded. Never forget, never forget. With a direct picture talking about, <laughs> so basically, basically Ooh. saying, basically, basically saying, yeah, y'all got those championships because of Durant. Uh, that was hilarious, yo. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I knew that was a broad picture. That, that was hilarious to me. Babe. Yeah, but 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 to me, ultimately, it's misplaced energy. Just like I uh, just like I said with Alfred Payton the other day, misplaced energy because again, the reason why Eagle Dollar didn't play for the Grizzlies was because everybody knew he was trying to go to a contender. And the Grizzlies were basically icing him. So it's like, how do you expect dude to play if he's being iced and they're just waiting for an opportunity to trade him anyway? You right. know what I'm saying? So it's like so it's like the the things that Brooks said, it's misplaced. It's misplaced energy. Didn't Eagle Dollar did not want to play for the Memphis Grizzlies? Well, he wanted to go to a he wanted to go to a contender, but it's like, but it's not like if the Grizzlies were like, oh, oh you know, you, you know, yeah, we're going to try to trade you, but you know, you need to play for us. It's not like Eagle Dollar would have been like, no, mm. you know what I'm saying? Okay. They they basically iced them. So it's like, what you expect man to do? Yeah, <laughs> bruh. Yep. I still like the spiciness. Fourth broad pick goes to the refs in the um Portland and um. <laughs> Yeah, the Portland and um, Jazz game. Mm-hmm. Damian Lillard, a guy that I wish was a Nick. Uh, I love this dude's game so much. The, he basically drove to the basket. It was late in the game. The game, I think the Portland, yeah, the Trailblazers were down by two. He went to the basket, went up for the layup, hit off the backboard. Gobert then blocks the shot, and the refs didn't call no goaltending. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Bruh. I definitely saw. Oh man, I was. Uh, he was tight too. Yeah, he was super tight. Yeah, that was deserved. That was definitely deserved, man. I'm sorry. I don't even think he got fired because he definitely went off in the mm-hmm. media. About yes, he did. It. He got fired. I, he didn't get fired. Okay, but... I, don't, I don't. I don't think he got fired. I actually think they let him go, which is crazy. Yeah, because on social media, like after the NBA, um, the referees they came out and said that they missed the call. He was like, "Don't know if I want to hear that punk ass." <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That was not so ooze big for me. I'm sorry. I know there's no ooze for other people. Yeah. I think, but that was gangster. I loved it, man. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And that's it? No, I have one more bug. Okay. <laughs> and my last bug goes Wait, to... Let's just... Let's just... Start now. All right. Okay. And so... Go ahead. All right. So um, I have one more bug pick. Okay. And it goes oh. to Drake. Oh. Drake? Yes, because I... I... <laughs> I don't know if y'all saw the video, but um, 
Oh, Drake in the hood? Yeah. Appa- <laughs> uh, 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 oh, he's up there. Oh, he's up the block. I saw that. Yeah. Uh, uh, apparently, he's um, in Brooklyn. Yeah. Apparently, he's um making a new music video. <laughs> one of his songs coming out, and your guy was up in Marcy Projects, and he looked kind of nervous. I would be nervous too. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he was he was there like rapping in front of the cameras every time he and every time he's like looking back like, what, what, what <laughs> you looking get, back for? You know the vibes. Yeah, you know exactly. You he know knows the vibes. The vibes. You know why he's looking back and you look yeah. forward too and look back again. Yeah, but the thing is that like this ain't Marcy from like '90s. You know, this ain't '90s Marcy no it's more. Still this Marcy is like, nonetheless. Some neighborhoods it's, are still gonna be certain neighborhoods. Marcy's still gonna be Marcy. Brownsville's still gonna be Brownsville. Yeah, Brownsville. Yeah, Bronx is still gonna be the Bronx. Like it don't matter how. When keeping it real goes wrong, he knows that if something were to happen to him, he's going to be a viral moment. So he better look back. He better look forward. He <laughs> yeah. better look backwards. Especially he better look you up. Yeah. Like, and you're I know Drake. you got money. Uh-huh. I know you buy one. You have one name. Mm-hmm. We don't even call you Aubrey. <laughs> no, your name is Drake. You better, you better, you better check your surroundings. But that's how you know he's real. Like every, anywhere mm-hmm. you go, I mean, he still gets a bra. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless. Anywhere you go, you know if you're a little out of place, you're going to look around. Mm-hmm. I respect it. Still get a bra, but I mean, yeah. I respect it. Bruh. <laughs> I like it. I'm surprised you didn't give Zion a bra. What Zion do? I don't remember what game he played, but he had, um, he caught a, I think I think it was a block. Somebody blocked him, and then he tried to flop after. They gave him the foul, though, but I mean, it was like, bruh, this wasn't good. You got to get, mm-hmm. clearly you're not used to the other side of the block. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, don't, yeah. <laughs> you don't know how to fake it. Yeah. <laughs> wait, what was it? Wait, was that when um, Greek Free blocked him? That remember. one was nasty. <laughs> oh yeah, oh. <laughs> that was a nasty block. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Yeah, that was yeah, man yeah. on man violence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's all the bros. Cool. <laughs> that was our show, man. We out, man. We out here. We got Tommy Beer on the show. We talking mm-hmm. next door. A lot of stuff happened. I'm glad it's out of our system. Oh, I have some guests in mind. Hopefully, they're able to come through for these next few weeks when mm-hmm. it's getting a little bit slow with the news and the games. Mm-hmm. So, definitely check that out. Definitely, 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 if you've not subscribed to the Nick of Time show or to YouTube.com slash Nick of Time show, do that. You see, you sl- are you dumb? Like, chill. Yeah. Get on that a- ASAP Rocky. Like, please. <laughs> do definitely listen there. Also, listen to on Dash Radio as well. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dash Radio. Nothing on my next channel. Also, shout out. Also, listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, uh, and uh, iHeart as well. Mm-hmm. Also, be going to another platform very, very soon. Hey. Yay. Trying to make some moves out here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, also, f- that's it. Buy the merch. Follow, like, subscribe, yes. share. Yeah, yeah, all that, all Comment. that, all that. Yes, everything. Everything, everything. And yeah, you can follow me on Instagram too. You can find me at JLSDrawsing on Instagram. J. Ellis Draws Things on Instagram. That's J-E-L-L-I-S Draws Things if you want to see some artwork. I haven't been posting that much in my life, no lie. But <laughs> definitely follow me if you want to. Where can they find you guys? Kathy? Um, underscore Kathy Stale. K-A-T-H-Y-S-T-E-E-L-E. I'm out here. She out here in the street. She's famous blue check coming soon. Yes, yes, yes. Hi. Huh? I. <laughs> Always out here in these streets. I'm in these streets. In these streets and in these Bahamas and vacation. Yeah, my everywhere. Miami. Yeah. No, that was work. Yellow dress. I'm, I'm work. I'm working this year, man. We're working. Is work, we working, man. Working that blue check. Yeah. <laughs> Where can we find you? Sergi is chilling. Sergi is chilling. That's S I R G is C H I L L I N, and um, like I said on the previous episode, I have a project. Coming, 
I'm writing a novel, aye, a aye. story. I think you're smart, son. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I said, I had the characters down pat last week. This week, I got the storyline, the actual storyline in place. Mm-hmm. So um, this upcoming week is going to be the writing part of it where I try to, you know, start to piece things together and have chapters and break it down and things like that. Nice. So be on the lookout for that. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. That's the up, man. Shout out to you. Definitely got to support my brother. And you know what? That is our show, man. We out of here. Peace. Come, come, come straight out, out. New York, New York, big city of dreams. Uh,